0: Buddy, um, it's been a couple weeks, so thank you for remembering that we exist. Vale uh, Pancakes here in case you may have forgotten. And joining me tonight on the stack, I have Zamir Zuriel, And you can find Zamir working with uh, Old Fashioned Wrestling, Action, TWE, All-Star Wrestling, New South, and WWA4, among plenty of others. Please welcome for his very first podcast, Zamir Zuriel.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi! Knocked off everything.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like to just get get you know the good basics out first, then we can get into you know all the really hard questions that I ask that are absolutely not really hard questions, but they're questions that I ask them lot I'm super
2: excited to be here. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. I got to meet you um this past weekend, Mania Weekend. Big time, got to meet a lot of people, but I got to meet you and I was really excited. I was really like I made up like I wanted to make a point to meet you. So oh, thank you. You're so welcome. You're such a sweetheart.
2: I'm watching hurt. Thank
1: you. <laughs> <her>. thank you.
0: <laughs> so jumping right into things, what was a young Zamir like? Like what were you like as a child?
1: Very Okay. How was as
2: a child? It was very, very. How much I am now, like <laughs> how I am now, but not seen as as like a more of a favorable light per se. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I was always. And this may all sound cliche, but I was always one of the kids that was like on the chubbier side. I had a very high voice. Got bullied a lot, and yeah. I was always mm-hmm. like one of the la I was always like one of the last kids to ever be picked. Like sometimes the teachers would have to pick me out. But I was always pretty much happy, low sensitive boy who just found a lot of good in, in a lot of things ever since I was a kid. It was hard, but definitely growing up, Zimir is still very much in here. And so happy he's here.
1: Oh,
0: you are like just precious. Like I just want to like protect you from the world. Like you're so sweet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not true, <laughs> this guy.
0: So, how did
1: you decide to pursue wrestling? My mom. Yeah, you know, my mom. My mom is the one that got me into wrestling. Actually, when I was around six years old. She, uh,
2: yeah, usually it's like, it's like the dad and the father, but I, to be transparent, I was kind of like seen, like not seeing, but I was like without a father in my life and all that stuff. But my mom, when I was six years old, I remember she, she turned on SmackDown, which still to this day, number one show in my eyes. Like she turned on SmackDown one day, and she because we didn't have money to put me in sports, so she put me onto wrestling. And ever since then, I was a huge fan of it. I I never I never really grew out of it. I would fall in and out of it, but it was still in here. I didn't want to pursue wrestling until my oldest brother Kai. He I was like fifteen years old. He was eighteen, and he's always wanted to be a wrestler. But I never really saw that for myself. I was always a fan. And I kid you not, the moment I decided to pursue wrestling was when the trailer for WWE 2K14 came out. And I played that game out completely. I would like, I like, like, saved the music to my phone from it, like, like hearing The Phoenix by Fallout Boy and also like, wrestling just all at once that's when i decided that i wanted to be not only in a video game one day which of course absolutely but to to pursue wrestling long-winded but sorry
0: oh no that's whatever you want to talk about like i'm here for you like i ask you questions and the the more long-winded answer the more fun ones i'm looking yeah talk as much as you want i have time Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so you are training at uh WWA4?
2: Yes. Under AR
0: Fox. So what are some of the best things you've you've learned while training and what made you decide to to pick there to train?
2: Uh I chose first question first. Some of the best things I've learned like to train at the WWA4 was Honestly, it's like it again, this may sound this may sound cliche, but it's truly like a family. Like I've found I remember before I even signed up or anything, before like when it was just a thought in my head, I remember just laying in my bed, praying to God that if I do pursue wrestling, that he that I'll be provided with friends, I'll feel like a family, I'll get like like, like I found my people in there, and I have, like, I've been provided with every single thing that I prayed for, and I can't like. It's not only a family, but it's tough, definitely tough. This is the hardest thing I've ever done, but being there together, and not only together, but being under the living legend himself, AR Fox, is the is like the driving force behind like why I wanted to be in in the WWA4. And I remember before I even signed up, I was sitting outside of my um outside of my college and class had just let out. We had like it was like it was winter time in 2019. And I was just sitting in my car and just debating on whether or not I should like send the money. Like it was Thirteen hundred for three years, and I was like, okay, I have it saved up. It was all I had at that time, and just sitting in my car, praying, talking, thinking, and then I just I did it, and I I knew that once I did that, there will there will be no turning back, and there has not been any turning back, and that's the trying not to get emotional, but that's like the. Best thing I've
1: done in my life thus far. Oh, <laughs> that's
0: so cute. So you've been training for like uh, like two and a half years then.
1: About to be yeah 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 two and a half years yes. Aww. Coming up on that in July. Wow.
0: So you've been training at WWE for, um, what made you decide to pick? that, them to train
2: with? Um, they weren't my first option. My first option was a different school here in Georgia, called face-to-face. And I had gone there, I had checked it out, and I thought it was cool. But what made me really want to jump into WWE 4 was, honestly, the environment. Like, it didn't feel like I was, I was like, walking into school School per se. It felt like I was chill. The vibe was right. Like, it was everything that I had, like, thought about. It was, like, I my, my first day of visiting, it was, like, pour, sorry about the dog. First day okay. of visiting, it was, like, pour, it was pouring outside, and then, like, I just walked in, and I got and shook hands with everybody everybody was super cool super nice saw all the weights and the rings that we have there and and then they asked if I wanted to hop in the ring I hadn't done anything at that point that was that was right before I, I had even paid but I hopped, in, I hopped in the ring I felt the ropes I was like this is it like
0: there's no there's no other option So it just felt like the place you should be? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, what was your first like bump like, or how did you first feel when you were in the ring? Like, what was that first feeling of like being in the ring?
2: My first like that feeling of being in the ring was like it took me back to the moment when I decided to pursue wrestling at at the age of 15. It's took me back to that same feeling that in that, like that nervousness, but that excitement of like, wow, I'm up, like I'm in like, I'm inside of a wrestling ring right now. I've wanted this for so long, like, and I've watched it my entire life. I can't believe I'm actually like touching ring ropes and I'm like on the mat and all this stuff just culminated all that once in my brain. I'm like, this is fantastic.
1: Until I I took my first bump, it's who I
2: knocked all the wind out of me in one sharp, blinding blow. I didn't get up for like a good like thirty seconds, a good thirty seconds. I I remembered Fox was because everybody else had left. Fox was um, in the corner. And I was like, hey, like, I know it's my first day, but can I try to take a bump? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah go for it. And <laughs> I remember standing up straight. I was like, I realized I had I have no idea how to take a bump. Because on, t- on TV, it looks like, you know, like nothing. It's it's easy. But actually doing it is a whole different thing. Because you have to, like, tuck your chin. Fall on like the top of your back, but like not in the neck. Like this whole area right here, you have to like slap the mat. It, it's all whole thing, and I did it. Air shot out from my body. Pain shot through my spine, and <laughs> and I did it wrong. The bump was not right. The bump wasn't right. That that was that was day one. Day two was the exact same thing, except for this time I had like cuts and stuff all the side of my like my like my ribs and my back because of the ropes once you hit yeah, when you hit the ropes, they like over time it gets easier, but you get like
1: marks and cuts and all that stuff. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, um, I'm glad you stuck with it despite all of that. I'm sure that that doesn't like get any nicer. You just get better at managing it.
1: Nicely, <laughs> exactly. precisely.
0: Like I'm pretty sure that's always gonna still hurt. But that's why I leave that to y'all, and like I don't do it. I'm an old lady. I'll break the whole spine,
1: ma'am. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: So who has had the most influence on you
1: both in the ring and out of the ring? In the
2: ring of uh, uh, right now at this, like at the top four that I can think of would have to be AR Fox because of course, outside of him being my trainer, I like I've watched him for years and he was I never like in the WWE, yeah, but I've never seen somebody so close to my upbringing, and who is was genuinely, genuinely themselves. I've never seen that before, in anybody, and I saw that representation for myself. So, and plus, he's like, like a badass. So, Fox, um, Rob Van Dam, in like my top four in the ring is a Rob, Air Fox, Rob Van Dam. Because he, I still remember the first time I heard his theme song. I was like, "Who is this?" Because his theme was loud, but he came out just like like that. I was like, uh, who, "Who, who is this?" He he, he looks cool because he had the little um yang symbol. I was like, "Okay, he, he looks cool." But I saw him do like like a jumping spin back kick, and like he just he did a full split. Into a front row, popped up Enzy. I was like,
0: yo, yo.
2: Oh, and fun fact, never thought this would happen, but I did that spot in my first match with Fox. And I I clipped that, I clipped that part of me doing a split, rolling forward, and just doing an arm drag, because I couldn't, I didn't have the leg power at the time (laughs) to jump up and hit him with the NZ. But I did split, roll forward, arm drag. I posted, I tweeted it. I tagged Rob Van Dam in it, never thinking that he was going to see it because he has like a million followers. And then like an hour later, I go on my Twitter and then I see that he retweeted it and said, good job, keep it up.
0: Aww.
2: I almost cried. I was like, yes. Uh, so Rob Van Dam, uh, The Miz is a massive one for me. Hated him as a kid, could not stand the Miz as a kid. But now that I've grown up and I can see like the the true art of his work, he's definitely been one that I've been like passionate to to look towards. Like if I ever need to like tape study like a promo, the Miz offer it for me. Um, he's his. I love his in ring work. I love his whole car- I love the Miz in general. So is him. And then my last influence, there are more, but like the four biggest ones that got me into wrestling would she um it would have to be AJ Lee. Because she got me into women's wrestling. And at the time, of course, the divas and I love I loved the divas and I loved like I love I love women's wrestling, but seeing her for the first time, it was like I can like I'm a boy, I'm a guy, but I can see my like I, I, like I would I would want to play video games with her. I would, would want to hang out with her. I would want her to like like be on my side in the tag team or whatever. And she's like I remember like one of my favorite matches of all time. And it, it would have to be her versus Caitlyn at Payback in 2013. Because that was the first women's match I've seen where it it captivated me. And it got my attention. As opposed to, like, in the past, there were, like, you know, the Divas matches were shorter. And I loved them. But I always knew that there was... I had like, never seen a women's wrestling match last that long. And they kept my attention for that long. And I loved loved all the spots, loved that entire match. She's one of my favorites and she she definitely made a fan out of me from that point on. Aww. I love that.
0: I also was a big AJ Lee
1: fan. So.
0: Love AJ hey. Oh and Outside the Ring.
1: Yes gra- I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> no you're fine. And, I, and Outside the Ring. Um my I think my number one influence had have to be my grandfather because he he came from well, my my family comes from Haiti, and he came from Haiti in nineteen seven like the nineteen seventies, and he's worked hard, worked hard his entire life. Seeing like growing up and seeing him and hearing his story of how he got to America, and all he wants is for us to succeed. It makes me push harder. Makes me go harder because I'm gonna because I've done a lot of firsts in my lineage already, and but I wouldn't I genuinely wouldn't be here without him. And my uncle Eric is is another huge one for me. He's the one that even like like when I was being bullied, when I was being put through those tough times, when I was in such bad states of my life my uncle eric was the one that came on that came to me and he made me feel like i could be a man exactly how i am and he's supported my entire wrestling career he's wants to see me make it so if there's two people that, that i could definitely attribute to it's the man who got me to this country and the
0: man who taught me how to be a man. Wow, that's so like that's so precious. See, you are just like just <laughs> like sheltering you from the world. <laughs> 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 so, what are your future plans and dreams, and what keeps you motivated, both within wrestling and and not within wrestling?
2: Um, my well, my number one goal, my number one dream is to be in the WWE. That's always been my my goal since I was, you know, fifteen. I came into this to wanting to be a WWE superstar, and I, that dream has never stopped. Um, that's that's my goal. I want to, I hope to one day be in the WWE, signed, and just living my dream there and all like also like to become a champion a champion because I, I've been a champion once before and I want to continue to build on that I want to hit different parts of the country I want to because I did LA and I want to go back out there I want to hit different parts like New York Texas again or Oregon like all of these places I want to go there and I want to wrestle some of the best to do it. Before I get to that point. And it's like the WWE is definitely my goal to get signed and just to have an amazing career and fulfill all my dreams. And outside of wrestling, this one is super random, but I would love to be a voice actor and like a, a kids like TV show or like a movie or like an animated thing. I would love that so much.
1: That's awesome! I feel like it would just be so much fun.
0: (laughs) So, what has been your greatest achievement in wrestling? And that can be anything, like whatever that is to you. If it's like a title, or if you had like a really good match or an opponent, like whatever that is to you, up till this point.
1: Um,
2: up until this point, it would have to be my first championship that I won. And that day was just like a, a whirlwind because it was at, this was like right. after the pandemic, like still in the pandemic, of course, but this was like after the height of the pandemic and we were finally starting to allow, to allow fans back in. And I was... I was in the, I was in my first ladder match with it was Fox Kirk cavern Cannon, um Rico Rico Gonzalez Carly oh her name is
1: Caroline
2: and me and we were just going in on each other the entire match it was insane I loved it so much but I remember when I climbed up the ladder, I kept telling myself, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry this happens, and then I put it down, and then there was an eruption from the crowd, and instantly my eyes just started falling.
1: Aww.
2: Aww. I, well, I just, I couldn't stop crying. I was on the top of the ladder, just like just bent over, and I was just bent over, holding the belt. In my hand, I was like, I can't believe I just did this. Aww. I got congratulations from everybody, and it was such... That that night was definitely, like, the biggest accomplishment of, of my career thus far. Uh, it was definitely just, like, a night to remember. That, winning that championship. I never thought I could be a champion, and then when it happened, I was like, "This
1: is this is a pretty big deal." <laughs> so, yeah, that that'll be it. So, what's the greatest obstacle that you've overcome in wrestling? Ooh, um, the greatest obstacle obstacle of overcoming wrestling would have to be. Honestly, my moveset because I was
2: never an athletic kid. I didn't grow up playing any sports. I was never I just unathletic, very not how I look now, very um just like nothing. And to be like and like to be completely transparent. When I started, when I got into wrestling, I had no idea what I was gonna do, and I didn't know if I was gonna be a high flyer. And then I realized I was kind of afraid of heights, and I so I didn't. I had no idea what my moveset was gonna be until it started clicking, and then I started to do things that I never thought I could do, like like a split, because that's very hard, and. I am I didn't realize how flexible I was because that also allows me to sell crazily like like if I'm in the ring that I can get like I can like contort and do all these like crazy things but it would have to be my moveset
0: just like finding what works for you and like building something that you can work with yes exactly like finding what works for me
2: and being able to actually pull off these moves, it's a lot harder than it is. I, because I think the hardest move I do would have to be, um the hardest move I do would have to be a move that I, that, but to my knowledge, I created. And it's called the, <laughs> Fox named it, it's called the Monkey Dog. And basically, they're, my opponent's in the corner. I I run at them, I jump on the second rope and bounce off that, take their head, turn it into a bulldog right there.
1: Nice.
2: And that move is hard because that's full rotation and you you, you gotta like swing, you have to just go, like you can't hesitate in that
1: move. Once
2: you start, like like
0: you're following through.
2: Yes. There is no turning back. Once I
1: jump in the air, there's no turning back. So, yes, my moveset is the hardest thing I've had to go through. So,
0: if you could go back and wrestle yourself for your first match, or you could go forward and wrestle yourself five years from now, which would you pick and why?
1: (laughs) Honestly, I would have to go back and wrestle me in my first match. Just so
2: I can just so i could tell them don't you dare give up because look at where i am now look at where we are now i feel like after i wrestle myself from like five years from now i'm gonna get like my ass whoops i i I know for a fact i will because five because if if i think i'm good now five years from now i'm going to be a lot better with a lot more skills a lot more things that I'm able to do in that ring so I I don't think I'm ready for him just yet but I want to go back and tell (laughs) Zamir that when you
1: first started it, it gets better it gets hard harder but it gets better so if
0: you had an action figure of yourself and it was one of the ones that could talk what would you want it to say and then like what accessories would it come with?
2: actually.
1: Hey, I've never yes. Uh I think okay. I would want him to
2: say sak passe. Which in in creole that means what's up, basically. Uh I would I would want him to because when I go out to the ring, I scream "sak passe and just that would be the number one that will be the one thing and then I guess the second thing I would add to it would be like I'm the man with smiles for miles because that's my like moniker Aww. accessories yeah a
1: hoodie. <laughs> he
2: hoodie. <laughs> he hoodie he would have to come with a
1: hoodie he would have to come with a hoodie he would have to come with Hmm. A flag, a flag of my country, a hoodie and a flag of my country. It's yeah. cute. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> so if you could create your own title, what would it be for and how would it be defended?
1: Like, would you I'm have
0: crazy stipulations or hope you want
1: to do it? Oh, this is anything. Perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. I thought <laughs> if I was to have my own title, it would be a championship. That would be like the plates. Would, I thought about this like years ago. I'm finally happy that I can like say something. So, the like the plate of it, like the main plate would have to be like a diamond shape like that and in between it would be like a diamond kind of like collapsing it into itself kind of like okay. a broken like how Stone Cold Steve Austin like like you hear that, that glass shatter as soon as the music hits the middle piece of that diamond will look like glass shattering and you'll instantly okay. get, think about that and then side plates would just be like Time your diamonds wrapped around, and it it would have to be defended because this is my favorite match ever—a steel cage match, only in steel cage matches.
1: Only in what still would you cage. call your title? I'm mad. That's the one thing I didn't think about. <laughs> That's the one thing I didn't think about. No. Hmm. Um, oh, what a title Probably just like the diamond or something like that.
0: Okay, I mean you can circle back if you
2: if you think about it. I'll... thank you. I w- you think it's something <laughs> I'm gonna keep
1: good. That
0: locked in. I'm going to keep that locked in the back. So, other than your gear and your phone, what is something that you make sure to take on a wrestling trip with
2: you? My gear. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. I always have to have my foam, my foam roller, and my lacrosse ball because because I'm like really big into mobility and making sure that all the muscles in your body are able to move and function properly. I always have to have gum, my pick, my comb for my hair. I always have to have a toothbrush and toothpaste. Is you know, got to keep the smile up and ready. Um, always have to have a, a, a spare change of clothes, a hoodie's always in there, always in there, not when it's high because when it's high, it's like in you know, a hot, but like, uh, water, water, some fruit, definitely.
1: What's in, my bag? Second, my bag.
0: What's in your bag? New segment. On the stack. What's in your gear bag? The actually, what is my gear bag? Let me. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, you're fine.
2: Uh, okay, I have deodorant. I have lotion. My cross ball. I have cologne. Always gotta have cologne on you. My uncle taught me that. You never go anywhere smell like you just run out of bed ever. Uh, my wallet, of course. Uh. Charger, a phone charger, always have a phone charger. I kid you not. With any locker room that you, if there's anybody listening and you just started off and and you just started off in wrestling, pro tip bring a charger. There's always an outlet. Your phone is going to die. Bring a charger in your car, bring a charger to the show, bring just a cord. Always have that block. I kid you not. I've done this way too many times already. I've been in quite a few locker rooms thus far (laughs) this early. Always bring, oh, and earbuds. Always bring earbuds because there's going to be those moments where you're just going to be by yourself and you're just kind of scrolling. Find music that gets you in your place. Like, for me, it would have to be, like, old jazz. Like uh, Hmm. My bad. I drink a lot of water. Um, Old jazz, like, like Ella Fitzgerald. Like, music, like, that very slow, old, like, relaxes you, calms you down. That's my muse before I go out and have a match. Because I'm always a nervous wreck before I go out for any match. And I am listening to, again, transparency. There's one song called Moonlight in Vermont by Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. I listen to that religiously. and gets me in my mood. So all your accessories, cologne, deodorant, toothbrush, gum, earbuds, charger. Uh if you happen to go to the gym, make sure you always have soap on you. Like a bar of soap or like a little thing of soap to wash up with and all that stuff. So yeah, that's in that's what you have to bring on <laughs> to any locker room. Minus gear. Always have a gear on you
0: is every year. So, what is the weirdest request you've gotten from a fan that you can like tell us about?
1: Okay. <laughs> mm. uh-huh.
2: The weirdest request I got I got I've gotten from a fan wait, was kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was, you don't have to feel,
0: feel uncomfortable.
2: I just don't know if I can say it. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's weird. If, yeah. One Moving right words. along. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, you're fine. Moving right along. Yes. <laughs> what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling?
1: Shoot.
2: Shoot or shoot or pop, but definitely shoot.
1: (laughs) Definitely shoot.
0: That's one of those words that when you use it in a wrestling context to people that don't understand, that you have to like qualify.
2: Explain. Always have
1: to (laughs) explain it. Yeah. So. Moving along to
0: some of your personal favorites, what is your go-to like hype music or road music? I know you talked about listening to jazz, like it's kind of like your hype music, or you like getting your like zone music. But when you're on the road, like making towns, driving, you know, maybe if you like would drive to Texas, um, what what are you listening to? Are you listening to music? Are you listening to podcasts? Like what's what's on? Zemir Radio.
2: <laughs> What's on Zemir Radio? Uh, Zamir Radio is definitely full of pop music. Love pop music. Like, my like my favorite artist right now would have to be Doja Cat. She is insanely talented, and I love her so much. It would have to be um, pop music. R&B music is my number one genre. R&B and jazz are, like, right neck and neck. So, R&B music, like... My favorite artist, he's kind of underground. would be like Adrian Marcel, that very slow vibe. I listen to a lot of slow music. Or um, podcasts, honestly. Podcasts, like um, Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia. That's my number one podcast that I listen to. Um, y'all, actually, I've I listened to y'all on my way to like a few shows. Like, T.W.E., Going up to TWE, like the last time this past off was I was like, like holy oh. I was like, Yeah, I get to be on this podcast. This is so cool. you are know, ask like everything. I'm
0: so happy. Aw, you flatter me. Oh <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, definitely that pop that like that like get you going, but also a lot of slow music because I'm a very like outside
0: of the ring, I'm a very like mellow person. So like, what's like, I like, what's the most surprising song like on one of your playlists, or most surprising song that you listen to? Like, you could call it a guilty pleasure song. I wouldn't because I'm not ashamed of what I listen
1: to, but like, uh, hmm, <laughs>
0: like the most like outside of like what you would normally
1: listen to. Honestly, it would have to be um. It would have to be a
2: we gonna make it by Jadakiss because that song. It's like it's like the polar opposite of me as a person, but it's it's so it's it just goes so hard and it's so good and it just just like that beat, it's not like it's not old, just like just grind and rap music, like the early two thousands type, like yeah definitely I think, that that gets me going i would be i'll be in my car jumping boy
0: I like that you say old and then you say early 2000s and i'm like all right oh. <laughs> no. i was like oh i graduated from high school in 2003 so here we are uh, <laughs> <laughs> um what is your, like, I'm a, I'm a Snackasaurus Rex. I love snacks. I'm all about snacks. So, like, what are your go-to road snacks?
2: Berries. Definitely berries. My, I should not scratch that. Recently, it's been gummies. Like, Welch's. You can ask. And, oh, my God. Uh, I should not get this decided. that. <laughs> We were coming back from Texas. That was the first. That's the first snack I grabbed. G- gummies just have the key to my heart,
0: really. So you like like the Welch's yes. gummies?
2: Love, love them so much. Like Welch's gummies because just, they're like they're the perfect gummies. They're the perfect gummies because some can be too chewy and get stuck in your teeth, and some can be like way too hard and be like, "What is this?" Welch's is like a dead smack in the middle. The, the whole the the entire bag of just of just the strawberry kind love it love it
0: so if you're going to go to a show and zamir's going to be on the show bring him strawberry once his gummies
1: yes that i will i will thank you
2: a thousand times please that will be amazing
0: see that for cheetos just regular cheetos do you like the hard kind or the soft like the crunchy kind or like the the buffy kind the crunchy kind
2: and i'm very particular because i've loved cheetos my entire life and that's kind of like like now it is it, like my guilty pleasure snack they have to be the jalapeno ones the jalapeno cheddar ones have to be
1: have to be yes
0: <laughs> well very particular
2: the, my snacks.
0: hey i i love snacks I'm not going to fault anybody for being particular about their snacks. So, who are your like road buddies? Like who do you like typically road trip with?
2: Okay, so they're from the 4. It would be um Rico Gonzalez, he's one of them. Ash Ash Bennett
1: What have we Larry.
2: Larry, 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 Jesus! I lo- <laughs> he's like one of my best friends. I'm sorry, L- Larry Lizard, um, Stevo, Stevo the Wall. Uh, I don't really ride with. I see Alonzo a lot, but I don't ride with him a lot. And then um, my other friend Dante. I I rode with Dante a lot. A lot. He's like my road wife.
1: Aww. So cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite move to take and what is your favorite move to give?
2: My favorite move to take would have to be, I think, <laughs> I th- I think a sling blade. The sling blade is my favorite move to take because I can bump so crazy on that. Like, as soon as they like wrap around me and just like take me down, I I take it back to her because it's it's how I learned how to bump so crazy per se. It would like AJ Lee. If you've ever seen any of her matches, she she, she like throws herself like all over the like all over the ground, like flip flops and flies like three times in one bump. Yeah, <laughs> the slim blade probably would be my favorite to take. And my favorite to give would have to be my finisher, um, the Kick. Nice. I love that move so
1: much.
2: And plus I have long legs so that I can really, like, huge,
1: just, like, hike myself up on there. Um, yeah, I love that move.
0: Do you have any pre-match rituals?
2: Yes, I do. Uh, my pre-match rituals would have to be, one, popping in my earbuds to get all the distractions and the noise of the locker room out of my head um, I listen to that slower type music I like to do push ups before I go out because I, that last minute pump really makes you look good for the camera um, praying praying is definitely a huge one for me uh, I've been second. I'm sorry a lot of water yeah. Oh, praying is a huge one for me, just out of just just from being thankful because without God I would not be here. So, Aww. those are my top three rituals that I've cleansed over time. Oh, and like th- th- this may sound bad, but like, internally screaming, <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, ah, ah, <laughs> like, okay, okay,
1: okay. In jumping. Just like, okay, so I'm like five.
0: <laughs> the screaming, is that just like to get out like the nerves? Like or is it
1: just like yeah. to
2: hype
0: yourself up?
2: Get out the nerves. It's very hard for me to, to hype myself up before a match because I'm I'm just nervous the entire time. Aww. I care about what I do, so I'm like, Hope I Hope we'll do good out there. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
0: So we kind of talked about this a little bit before you got on, and I was like, "We're saving this for for this. We're saving this for the stack because we are at the point of the questions where I ask you about your travel stories. Uh, good travel stories. They can be funny or exciting, something memorable. Everyone has like a that story that's either hilarious or where they almost die. So." Those are the the stories that I'm looking for. And if it's hilarious and you almost die, even better.
2: Okay, I think this one would would have to to hit both. Because we, (laughs) yeah. So last year at WrestleMania, we were um, going to Tampa, Florida. It was me, Justin, me, Justin Cole White, Kirk Atavious, Dante, and I'm forgetting somebody, I'm sorry, but we were going there, everything was fine, everything was great, we were all just chilling, oh, Cujo, Cujo, sorry, but we were just chilling, and on the way back, girl, the the car, just mm, not even on the way back, like, we were there in Florida, leaving the day of... I think I'm pretty sure it was the day of Mania, the first night where Bianca and Sasha made a invented. And on the way back to the Airbnb, the car just like like something in I forget I forget what the piece is called, but it's next to the engine. It like snapped. And then we had to like quickly pull over. Shit was sorry. Everything was like so just like hitting fast and it, it was raining because that storm was was hitting like all that it, it was so bad and then we had gotten everything fixed right in time for mania like like we had to call like roadside assistance get there if <laughs> we had to get here to get there change we had to ride at different places in two different cars it, it was crazy that wasn't even the worst part of it though. We <laughs> ended up fixing that part, but, go, but we got back to the Airbnb, chilled, had a good rest of the time, and then we were coming back
1: home. And the car just broke down. Utterly broke down
2: all of it. And we were just like anxious cuz we were like we we have to get home, like we like, we can't stay here. What's happening? and we were just justin love him so much he bought just like he bought a he bought a van on the side of the road guy we we had to get the tag we had to get the title we had to get all this stuff before 5 p.m it was sunday no no it was monday we had to get all this stuff before 5 p.m. because all these places closed on early. So we like we were like rushing, hyperventilating, sweating, damn near crying. I was the one that was almost crying. Not out of like, not out of like fear, but I was like, what's happening right now? But I kept it cool for the most part. And gone, like, we we had like, I think we had like 10 minutes into the place closed we got the title, we got everything, and then we got back on the road, and then, yeah, that was the first craziest road story I've had, and then this past Mania happened. So, <laughs> going to Mania, roughs and bumps and all that stuff, you know, no, normal stuff, I guess, but then coming back from Mania, we, we woke up later than we thought we would, because, you know, it's, it's a 12 hour road trip. Bro, we were driving, I think night I think over an hour, just over an hour. And we like the tire exploded. It was like it was like just like hard on this road. Had to pull over, had to thank God for the Nile side. Heroes. <laughs> Jose Manuel, and shoot a because I learned how to change a tire for the first time yesterday, because they were in the car. And they were just, like, going and going and going and going, to just, like, changing the tire. We had to drive to this Walmart that was, like, four miles away to get a new tire. It took, like, an hour and a half for them to get it on. Had It was high. We had six people in the car, nothing but bags. There was no space. We were... Just just over it by the time we got home. I think the I think those are like my craziest road stories. Oh, and also I almost died while I was driving because not 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 this time, different time. But sorry, I almost died while I was driving because I was on the way back from so bad. I was on the way back from action like two months ago. No, no, no. no. Do you remember when um I don't know. I don't know where you, like, it was all over the news. There was, like, a, a huge gas, like, yes, in, yes, you remember that. So I knew what happened instantly because I'm a cybersecurity student. And when I, like, heard the story, I'm like, oh, so this is a ransomware attack. When all the gas pipes got shut down because they asked for money. And everybody... And then mama told me to get gas. And I did not get gas until the day of action hit. I was like, I have enough. I have enough to get there and back. Yeah. No, I <laughs> I, <laughs> I, left action because I, we were all like texting each other, like, Hey guys, make sure you get home because all of us were like running low on gas and had, or had just gotten gas. And my, Gaslight was like popped on. I was like, "Oh no!" And then my gas started to like dwindle fast because I was like, "Okay, I gotta get home. I gotta get home. I gotta get home." But I forget that I'm in a car that runs on gas, so the faster you go, the faster it will burn. And it was like that 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 stick that hits the e. It was like right below that last meter. I was texting everybody. Never do this by the way. I was texting everybody while I was driving. I was like, oh god, I like, God, I was praying so hard. I was like, please don't leave me <laughs> Please don't leave me out here. I'm an hour away from my house. <laughs> I didn't oh. go home. It was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm swerving because I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm swerving because I'm like like nervous. And then thank God one of my boys hit me up in the group in a little, little group chat. We he told me where to go. He was like, racetrack, go to this one. I was like, bet. I went to the wrong racetrack at first, and my gas thing got lower. And <laughs> it took me 12 minutes to get to the other gas station. I I turned off my music. I turned off everything. I think it was raining that night too. I turned off everything. I was just. I, I I've never prayed so hard in my life. I was like,
1: please okay. give me here.
2: So I Finally got to the gas station, and then as soon as I pulled up, my car stops moving. I got there at the perfect time. If I would have driven even thirty seconds more, like say anywhere else, or guess to get to this racetrack, I would have been stuck in the middle of the road. I pulled up to that gas pump, filled it to the brim, and I drove home. So those are my craziest road stories thus far. Let's see how the rest of my career goes.
0: Well, maybe that's the craziest they'll ever get, and it'll be all, like, smooth sailing from here. I doubt it. Weird, weird.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I love these stories, though. They suck, but I love them so much looking back.
0: So, Like, they're fun to tell me on a podcast. They're not fun to experience for yourself. Precisely. So outside of wrestling, do you have like what are your hobbies? Do you have any like hidden talents? Mm. Uh, outside of outside of wrestling, I
2: do like to work out. I never thought about I would be one of those people, but I kind of am one of those people. Um, working out is definitely one. Working on my splits is is, is a different one, and all that. Um, I love to sing. Aww. I do love to sing. I, I, I can hold a note. I can't, like, blow and, like, seem like like Beyonce or anybody, but, like, I I love to sing. I love to just... Oh, and also, I started to to d- d- design my own gear. Nice. I love to design my gear. Like, I, I love to come up with ideas for, like, entrances for when I make it to the WWE, like, these crazy, elaborate, like, WrestleMania-esque entrances. But also have my gears to to go with it, and the outfits I'm gonna wear to go with it, because I like to take a lot of a lot from pop culture, and a lot from like movies and like animes and all this stuff. And I love, like, I love just designing my own gear and having the certain colors to be like me and myself and what I like. So that I just picked that up, and I haven't stopped since.
0: So if you could go back and
1: talk to yourself as a ten year old, what would you tell a ten year old version of you? Um, I would tell them that it's gonna be okay. Yeah. I would tell them that, that er that everything's gonna be okay.
2: It gets hard, it does not get easier. Um ten year old Ten year old Zemir was um he was the boy that was crying in the bathroom. <laughs> Sorry, he was the boy that was like, crying it that was like, crying in the bathroom stall because he was being bullied so much. And if I could go back and um tell him that, if I could go back and show him where we are now, it would have to be like it's it gets better. This is not forever. I want I want you to know that you it, it sucks right now. You you're gonna go through a lot more, but it's it's gonna be worth it because you're you're never gonna lose you. You're you're still in you're you're still in me. So year oh. would be proud of me.
1: Oh that's sweet uh, like that's so, that's so like, that's
0: cute i like that so um finishing up here we just have a couple of like goofy questions and then we'll go to christopher for questions from chat and the ill-fated lightning round and then we'll wrap up
2: perfect boy.
0: go away oh, yeah man so um I don't know if you've ever jumped into a Twitter space, but this question kind of came out of Twitter spaces. Um, What is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands, no weapons, like if it was attacking you? (laughs) So there's an an animal attacking you. What is the biggest animal you think you could hold your own against? With just your hands,
1: no weapons. With just my hands. I got to think about that. Second, that's. Hmm. I would have to say, um, the biggest animal you know, I would have to say like a cat,
2: because I do not like cats. I'm sorry to all my cat people. I I I, I can't do cats, so I feel like me me and a cat one on one, nine lives or not. Are you a cat person? I love you. I have a, a cat. <laughs>
0: no I have a cat her name, her name is Magellan. I'm
1: sorry
0: fine. I'm it's a good thing you
1: told,
0: yeah I'm oh I'm for it's a good thing you told me at the end of the interview rather than in the beginning because I would just shut it down but we're almost ah. through now I'm kidding. It was, it was, it was, uh, <laughs> I do really have a cat named Magellan
2: I've never had a good experience with cats Never had a good experience with a cat, so I feel like if there was any any cat, not not
0: any cat, like a tiger, but like a little house cat. Like if you've never had a good experience with a cat, like, that's a you problem. Probably.
2: <laughs> I go. <gonna>, I probably.
0: <laughs> hmm. Noted, cat hater.
2: <laughs> Just a small one. It's
0: okay. <laughs> well. Moving right along. (laughs) Next, I mean, don't break my heart here. Uh, How do you take your pancakes? Oh,
2: they have to have blueberries or chocolate chips on them. Okay. Always. Always. And they have to be like diced up in like squares.
0: Interesting. I'm a kid. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. I'm just glad you didn't, you know, you already told me you hate cats. So I'm just glad you didn't say uh-huh. you're a waffle person because then we would really have some, some issues.
2: I do like me a nice waffle, but pancakes are like.
1: Okay.
0: Yes. Pancakes are superior in every way, shape and form.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I love that.
0: I'm, I'm just going to pretend that you didn't say anything about waffles. Ah. So, <laughs> so um, I'm going to take you on like a little mental journey so I'm just going to like, just like, just take the ride with me. So in this scenario, you are, you're hungry, right? You're you're hungry. You're going to go to, you go to the store and you want, you're like walking around. You're like, you want something sweet. You're like, yeah, sweet treat. So you're like cruising down the aisles and you like go down like the cookie aisle and you're like, cookies are great. Who doesn't love cookies? I want cookies. And there's, you know, a bazillion and 12 options, but you, you don't want chocolate chip. You don't want oatmeal raisin. You don't want peanut butter. No, no, no. You want America's favorite cookie, which is the Oreo. So you go to the Oreo section and you, there's, again, still just like tons of different flavors of Oreos. And you're like, I don't want crazy flavor Oreos. I want like a chocolate cookie, white cream Oreo, but like there are still options. So you can get like the thin Oreos, which is like the little, the thinny cookies with the tiny bit of cream. You can get like your regular standard, standard issue Oreo. You can get like a double stuffed Oreo or you can get like a mega stuffed Oreo. So, like, uh, which Oreo are you picking?
1: Honestly,
2: if I'm craving, like, I-, I would say go big or go home. That mega stuff I've had like twice so far, and I always get my fill. So that mega stuff right there, or the thin, the like <laughs> the complete polar opposites of sizes, <laughs> but like those thin ones that they just keep going they're just there but the mega stuff one is like there's a limit to how much you can do
0: so would you pick a mega stuff or a double stuff mega stuff okay okay that's a that's a good answer good answer
1: Hmm.
0: we tend to we tend to like more stuff here at the bald monkeys so
1: that
0: is that is one of the unofficial correct answers to the question.
1: I'm happy I got one.
0: <laughs> yeah, me me too. We don't have to, you know, have words later. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I, I'm going to flip to dear friend Christopher, who has questions from chat in the lightning I, round.
3: I do. And, and I'm going to be honest. The, cat, the, the, the chat is a little bit torn on that answer of Mega Stuff or Thins. That was just, that didn't quite connect because you're basically taking two polar opposites and you didn't actually select the actual right answer, which is Double Stuffed Oreos. So we have Shun him in the chat. We have Shut banned him. him in the chat. Just say, just say. <laughs>
1: no,
3: we're gonna have to work on your Oreo etiquette.
1: I guess so. <laughs> Not him. <shunning. laughs>
3: and also, the cat is. There's a cat. Problem. We're cat lovers here. The chat's cat lovers. So we're we were
0: Chris, concerned about that as well. Christopher, you head. have you have cats,
3: right? I I have a I have a cat. Yes. Oh, see. Cat people here. You might see him on my my tweeter every once in a while when I'm getting ready for the for the uh for the stream here. I usually have a cat on my lap as we're sitting there, quote unquote, getting ready.
1: Good to know for the future.
3: (laughs) That's okay. It's okay. We're still gonna have the. We still have a lot of good questions from the chat. We had a lot of uh, fun people pop in. Um, I'll mention a couple of them real quick. Shiny Shoes was here. Uh, he says you're my favorite wrestler. Uh,
1: <laughs>
3: we had another question from the chat. Uh, someone asking who is your favorite promoter. Somebody by the name of CEO Matt the Mouth was wondering <laughs> who your favorite promoter was.
1: <laughs> I'm. And- <laughs>
3: And then uh, a message I wanted to send you. So someone in the chat said, "Keep putting it, uh, keep putting in that work." Z one hundred got this fam from Troy C.
1: Uh,
3: so got, got those out of the way. Now let's get to the questions with the hard hitting questions from the chat.
2: Let's do it. I'm ready. So
3: Vic, our VIP, has his staple question: Who has the best gear of all time?
1: Oh, that's a hard one of all time.
2: I, mm, you know, as you gotta say, it. I think of all time, it would have to be Bianca Belair. Ooh, because coming in with the
3: newbie.
2: Yeah, like it, it just. She does. She just. Did, she does not miss with her gears. She's actually inspired me to start wanting to make my own gears and start designing my own gears because it's like Mania a few days ago, one of the best gears I've seen.
3: And I believe that was something somebody tweeted out that they had sketched that picture, and Bianca had, I guess, got a hold of it and just created it from a picture, which is amazing to me how. Anyone can do that. So,
2: yeah, I saw that. I was like, "Whoa, that's insane!" Uh, but no, oh. yeah, okay. And if I was to take it to, um, well, his gear was kind of basic, but out like can't leave out Rick Flair because mm-hmm. those robes are
1: something of just like majesty. Mm-hmm.
3: Robes, tights, matching boots. Yeah, I mean, all of it. All right, you're getting you're getting positive responses from the chat, so you're back on the good good graces now.
2: Thanks, y'all. My bad for the <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Purple Midnight mentioned that you can be taught, so there's still hope for you. So we're we're in good shape. I guess
2: these cats gonna have to show me a good side <laughs> for, for the first time ever. Maybe I am the issue. <laughs>
3: So we're going to go back to Vic with another question. Um, we wanted to know, what is the weirdest or most surprising thing you've seen a wrestler pull from under the ring?
1: Uh, I think, honestly, like, to,
2: to bring up Mania, the whole jackass match,
1: mm-hmm.
2: all of it, what the hell was it? a mouse trap table what is that a mouse trap table like i think cuz cuz usually at the at all the shows that i go to it's like you know the basic weapons this th- that match was like it was so crazy i had no idea what was happening i hope i don't get like shunned for this or banned for this i have never i've never watched jackass that's okay. So everything so everything that was happening, I was like, this is all brand new. I don't know what's happening. I love it, but this is crazy.
3: You know, I never thought about that. If someone had no idea what jackass was, they just were like, What in the world is going on right now for these last 15 minutes in the ring?
0: <laughs> I, I hadn't thinking? thought about that either, now that you mention it. And I'm like, interesting. I wonder I wonder how that came across for you.
3: Yeah.
2: That's exactly what I was thinking about. I was like,
1: what?
2: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Guy running in the rain, ripping off his clothes. I was like, all right. <laughs>
3: yeah. 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 Party man. Yeah. All right, one more. Big Bec- uh big right. coming with another one. Uh how many different sets of gear do you bring to a show? Two. Two.
1: I always have to have like
2: the main two. I I still have my very first gear that I haven't grown out of just yet. And I have my TV gear. Like I have the gear that I wear for the bigger shows. And then I have my no well I wear both pretty often, but I have a silver and orange gear and then I have a blue and black gear.
3: Nice. All right. Those are questions from the chat. Thank you, chat. We appreciate you guys engaging and giving Zamir a second chance. Thank you. Now so much. you've survived the questions from the chat, but are you ready for the lightning round?
1: Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready.
3: All right. Ten questions. Try not to think too hard. Just whatever comes to your mind right away. Whatever you, whatever you think of say. thing. Excellent. So little promos running right now, lightnings everywhere, noises, people are getting their ears blown out. They can maybe hear me talking over it for a second. All right, we're back. Here we go. Lightning round, 10 questions. Number one, what color is your toothbrush? Purple. Number two, what would the name of your autobiography be? Look at my life. Number three, texting or talking? Texting. Number four, if you could have a superpower, what superpower would you choose? Levitating number 5 cake or pie
1: cake ooh cake
3: number 6 the strangest thing you've ever eaten
1: ah i think it was um oh i tried um what that, that pineapple
2: and ham pizza
3: Pineapple and ham Hawaiian pizza. pizza? Hawaiian yes, that, pizza.
2: That, yes. Very, very um, interesting.
3: Right, we're going to come back to that. Question seven. <laughs> <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse starts, what wrestler would you want on your team?
1: Alex Game.
3: Oh, yeah. you say go to the island and you'd be safe. It makes sense. Number eight yeah. socks and sandals. Yes or no?
1: No. no <laughs> business <just> being together.
3: <laughs> Number nine. Since Val hates Journey, what band or artist do you hate?
1: Probably. mm Let me not say that. Let me not say that. Let me not say that. Um, It would have to be... What band do I hate? Honestly, I... I I would kind of have to agree with Val here.
2: They're playing out. Every time I hear him, I'm like, okay.
3: Okay. Nobody likes Journey tonight. All right, got it. Number 10.
0: Redeemed yourself from that cat comment.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Number 10, and the final question. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat Animal Crackers? (laughs) No. No. Mir. That was the lightning round. Thank you for that. You survived. Very well done, Val. Back to you, and you better touch on that question. What question? The pineapple pizza one. The pineapple pizza. How is that the strangest thing you've ever eaten?
0: Because why are you
2: going to put pineapple on bread?
3: (laughs) I mean,
0: I'm I'm not I like pineapple in a lot of. I really like pineapple just generally, and I will put it with a savory dish. Like throw that, like throw pineapple in like a stir fry. Like hell yeah, mm. put pineapple. Yeah, have like a good hamburger, teriyaki sauce, pineapple on that bad boy. Delicious. Yeah. That that sounds good. Ironically, enough, I
2: have a bowl of pineapple just chilling right next to me. That's what I was eating. Before. I was
0: eating a bowl of pineapple before we got on here. Pineapple is objectively delicious. Um, I just don't like pineapple. I think my problem is like pineapple with like the cheese, and then also like tomato sauce. For some reason, that is what like goes ugh for me.
2: It's the because I can get I can get with the cheese part, but the the sauce part that shouldn't connect. I'm sorry. The sauce is hot, and the pineapple supposed to be cold.
0: Like, I just, I don't like, the, I think I I don't like the taste of tomato sauce and pineapple.
2: It just doesn't go together.
0: Not for Val.
2: I'm not, uh, yeah, not, not for Zimera either. Not for Z. Good. Left
0: on the same page there.
1: Yeah. Sorry
0: about the cats. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably forgive you in time. But,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this.
0: Where can people, like, what do you have coming up next? Like, what are your upcoming shows? Where can people find you? um You
2: can find me on Instagram at ZZWWA4. And you can find me on Twitter. Just search up Zemir Zuriel. I think it's Zemir underscore Zuriel. I and think you're right. Yep, that's it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and I have some matches uploaded on YouTube, which I'm pretty behind on. My apologies. Just search up Zimir Zariel again on YouTube and you can find me there. And for as far as upcoming shows, I'm I have a show in in like like further dates, but um Russell South, I have an upcoming show that hasn't been announced yet, which I'm super excited for. Um, I'm gonna keep everybody updated on that. Can I wait? And then I have a show coming up next Saturday. I have a show coming up. I think every weekend this month. So yeah, I'll just, I'll post whatever shows I'm at, and please come out and see me. I would love to meet any and all of y'all. I wouldn't be here without any of you. So thank you.
0: Uh-huh. do you have a merch store at all? anywhere?
1: I do. Yes.
2: Um, my first is my first merch ever. And Aww. you can go to luchaware.art to buy, a, to buy a shirt, a hoodie, a blanket, a mask, any of that stuff. Nice. You can have, have me right there in the logo shirt.
1: Aww. Heck yeah.
0: Well, on that note, thank you for joining me tonight on The Stack. I'm Val Pancakes. This has been the man with smiles for miles, Zamir Zuriel. Be sure to check him out. Um, Twitter, Instagram, check out his merch and be sure to tune in next week. When I have um, wrestling over everything to talk about all the cool stuff that they do. Awesome. So thank you once again, Zamir, and thank you everyone for hanging out with me tonight.
2: Oh, thank you guys so much. I'm so happy right now. Thank you.
1: It's so good to have you on.
2: It was great to have. It was great to be on. Thank you so much for my first podcast out of the way. Thank you so much for being my first.
1: Aww. I love you all so, so much. <laughs>